1: Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, The Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues, a special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Israel, South Africa, and Uruguay, and in the states of Alabama, Delaware, and New Jersey, and to all of you for helping us reach a high of 195,000 listeners. Because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio, and in In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story in the name of an archangel to help you grow and heal personally, professionally and spiritually. To open up your spiritual awareness and absorb the information in today's show at a higher level of consciousness, I encourage you to say these two sentences with me. I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. The person we judge the most is ourselves. Listen for ways in which you criticize yourself and others. When you think or hear a negative thought, turn it into a positive. For instance, replace I'm stupid with I know a lot of things. As we've been discussing, what we say and think will manifest quickly this month. Therefore, it is especially important that we pay attention to what we're thinking And saying and keep bringing ourselves back to the positive. I'm not suggesting that you tell yourself a lie like the coronavirus is a hoax and you're weak if you wear a mask. We can be as positive as we can by telling ourselves the truth in the most positive way possible. For instance, that the virus is potentially deadly and I'm doing everything I can to protect myself and others by wearing a mask and following social distancing guidelines and quarantining if necessary. You bring yourself back to the positive by finding a positive truth and telling yourself that truth For instance, many of us grew up trying to achieve standards that were totally unrealistic. If we fell short, we considered ourselves a failure. It was either all or nothing. The fact is that we are human and no one is perfect. You can look for improvement and compliment yourself on your progress. Like, every day I find it easier to find new reasons to smile. You can remind yourself that no one is good at everything, so maybe you're not good at video games, but you're great at cooking or skateboarding. We all have our strength as well as our areas where we don't shine. Focus on your strengths, remind yourself of them, and compliment yourself for being more positive every day. Now, let's do the two techniques that provide spiritual protection from fear. Do this first one with me. Visualize the earth. Now, imagine putting the universal pink heart of love around it. Do this at least once a day. It heals the earth and you of fear. Let's do the second one together. Place yourself inside a big bright purple cube with six feet or more On each side of you, line the cube with the color silver for protection. Place bright dark blue caps on the eight corners of the cube so that no negative energy can get inside. Use this any time you feel you leave the house or if you're feeling anxious while inside the house. My past life regression workshop is especially important now because our past lives may help us understand our current circumstances. Some of us are having a harder time than others adjusting to what is happening in the USA right now. In the era of the internet, news in one country affects everyone worldwide. Some people are just realizing that Trump has been lying to us and three quarters of the deaths from COVID-19 could have been prevented if he had acted sooner instead of pretending that the virus was not deadly. Many people are feeling betrayed by President Trump and angry. Many are anxious, fearful, stressed, worried, depressed and even suicidal. Many are sick and others are mourning loved ones who have transitioned because of the virus. Despite everything, some people are managing to find joy in their own lives, in the smile of their child, or the beauty of nature, or the miracle of being alive. Knowing the influences from our past lives can help us understand why we are struggling Make peace with a stressful past life and heal with more ease and speed now. With my process, you will discover what you need to know. Keep the positive and let go of what's hurting you. I was certified by Dr. Brian Weiss and my guides and angels work with you and your guides to help you get the information you need. In this workshop, you will experience To past lives, feel increased spiritual well-being and peace, and learn new techniques that I have created to help you discover past lives on your own. For more details on my past life regression workshop and awakening your inner angelic light body, manifesting your reality, go to drpaulajoyce.com and click on Workshop Rentals or click on the link on this page or contact me for a private session. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. This positive approach to life is especially important since 2020 is a year of choice. As Dwan Washington told us in our January 2nd show, what we choose this year will affect us and the world for the next 20 years. I encourage you to commit to choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves. If we don't know what the options are. My show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, joy, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go, we open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field like our guest today, Deneen Joyner, who's here to discuss healing from childhood emotional pain and or family trauma. After the episode last week with Helio Fred Garcia on words that incite violence and how to confront the perpetrators, I received this email from Lewis. Your interview with Dr. Garcia was eye-opening. I knew President Trump used confrontational language, but didn't realize that there were people who heard his words as instructions to hurt and even murder people. When Trump was first elected to office, his words had a shock factor to them. Unfortunately, now we have come to expect him to use such language. And as a society, we have allowed him to create a greater divide between parties and people. I pray that the outcome of this election will help return our country to one of peace. Thank you for having Helio Fred Garcia on your show to discuss such an important topic and book. Thank you, Lewis, And I also pray for peace, which clearly Trump does not want. Fred pointed out that one of his techniques is to dehumanize people, comparing them to animals and talking about them with words like infestation, which are normally reserved for animals. This causes us to have causes us to have less empathy for them and stand by while people at our borders are put in cages and children are separated from their parents. Fred said that the way to prevent violence is to confront the people like Trump, who use the 12 forms of speech that incite violence and murder. We must stand up for truth and love. Ignoring bullies and abusers like Trump is the exact wrong thing to do. We must speak out and hold them accountable for their actions. That's how we stop this dehumanization of people, violence, and murder. If you miss this show, I encourage you to listen by clicking on the episode link on this page. For more on how the words we say and hear impact us, Please listen to some of my previous shows like November 30th, 2017 with Mary Shores. Your words can change your mind, your choices and your life. September 29, 2016 with Ru- Robin Brown, Braun, <laughs> Your words matter. And September 11th, 2014, with Sandra Ingerman, Your words and thoughts matter. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to. Again, that's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, or inspiration, which we all need during this difficult time. Just know I'm here for you for added value Read my blog titled The Truth About Bullying, posted in May 2015. It reminds us that we will encounter bullies throughout our lives, including in prominent roles like our current president. Here is an excerpt. Admit the truth. Awareness is the beginning of change. If we don't recognize what has happened or is happening in our lives, we cannot create the joy and peace that we want. To learn more, read this blog or any of my others by going to my website, paulajoyce.com. In addition to my blogs, please check out my YouTube channel with more than 40 videos, including my series entitled Dr. Paula Speaks Her Truth. My spiritual guides gave me a simple technique for you to use when you're meditating to help you feel more peaceful from within. Do it with me now. Take a deep breath with a long exhale. Do that once more. And a third time. Now ask the part of your higher self called your all-peaceful self to bring you peace in your life. Now imagine yourself being surrounded by the color turquoise and surround that with white light and surround all of it with gold light. Do this often when you are feeling anxious and want peace. Now it's time for my silver lining story. One of my clients came to me for about a year and then left for two years and is back again. Since she returned, she starts each session by saying, I have this terrible, relentless pain all the time and it won't go away. I reminded her that when we worked together before, she had three weeks of no pain without any prescription medications Her mind, however, keeps forgetting that, and she continues to talk about the ongoing pain. I noticed that last week she told me how everyone always complimented her husband and acted like she didn't matter. This week she told me about all the people who love her and are so kind to her. When I pointed out the two very different stories she was telling herself, she was surprised. I compared it to the story she keeps telling herself about relentless pain, and she understood that her words were helping her stay in pain. Together, we created an affirmation that her mind could believe. Every day I have longer periods of time without pain. I am continuously replacing the pain with feeling good. She's taking other actions to bring more joy into her life, like visits with friends and relatives, with mass and social distancing. In addition, she's beginning to let herself feel and release painful emotions as she chooses to see the truth. Layer by layer, step by step, she is able to heal. One day we will change the affirmation to, I am free of all pain. First, she had to ask herself which story Which words make me feel better? And I ask you, what makes you feel better? Voting for Trump, who is a bully, told the Proud Boys to stand by, has threatened to reject the results of the election and get rid of the ballots, who tore babies from their mothers, has kept families separated and caged at our borders, and continues to lie to us about the coronavirus his income taxes, his health, the economy, and more? Or does it feel better to vote for Biden and Harris who have compassion, empathy, respect, actual plans to tackle our challenges and have not been consistently lying to us? Remember, my guides told me that one voice of love and truth drowns out 1,000 negative voices. I encourage you To be that voice of love and truth, stand up for your values and vote voices of love and truth into the office of President of the United States of America and into all of the other positions on the ballot. This is a year of choice and it will affect us for the next 20 years. Choose wisely when you vote. Our guest today, Deneen Joyner, is a soul medium, spiritual coach, and storyteller who gives who guides others to uncover the spiritual inheritance tied to their pain, gifts, and destiny so they may heal and fulfill their holy mission? As a seventh generation shaman and heiress to her ancestors' ancient indigenous practices in self guided soul healing, she helps women partner with their pain to clear their souls. Deneen offers soul. Reading. She also gives guidance surrounding the intergenerational DNA behind family karma and emotional pain which she gained as an 18-year social work professional. Deneen is the nationally award-winning author of Soul Winds and Sacred Revelations, A Warrior Daughter's Awakening to Pain and Destiny. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the life doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to follow me on social media, and I'll send uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. Only follow The people who add positivity to the world, rent my past life regression video and awakening your inner angelic light body at your convenience from anywhere in the world or contact me to schedule an appointment, a video speech or workshop for your business, community or organization. Your question for today is, how have you settled for living with emotional pain? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Deneen Joyner, who's here to discuss healing from childhood emotional pain and or family trauma.
2: Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel, VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: Three four six nine one four one. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce dot Now back to uplift your life, nourishment of the spirit.
1: If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. And you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners. And as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you, or if you want to help sponsor the show, make a donation, or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please... Please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down how you have settled for living with emotional pain. I'm so pleased to welcome Deneen Joyner, who's here to discuss healing from childhood emotional pain and or family trauma. Denine, um, it's it's a joy, and I love your last name, Joyner. It's a joy to have you on the show, and I, um, and I'm really grateful for um, for you and for what you're doing and the message that you have to share with us. And I'd like to begin with um, the if you will share some of the things that you were telling me during the break. Um, uh, in reference to the um, my conversation about um, President Donald Trump being a bully, yes, yes. First, let me just
3: say I'm so honored to to spend time with you today, Dr. Paula, and and also your listeners. and And so, yes, I was really listening very deeply to the conversation that you were having, and and it struck a chord in me when you started to speak of. Um, Donald Trump and and his role um, in in being a bully. And I was bullied for at least four years of my childhood by a group of cousins. There were five of them. And they would pick a day and and actually just bully me. And and so if anybody's been bullied, you know what that feels like and what it looks like. And having that fear, not knowing when it's going to happen, when they're going to attack you, what are they going to do to you? Um, it leaves you restless. And so that was how I felt most of my childhood, looking over the other shoulder. When's the shoe going to drop? What are they going to do to me? And so when you mentioned about him being the bully, which he is, it made me think really deeply about people who are unaware of this, um, this dichotomy of the bully. And so we have this person who is facilitating chief um, you know, over the United States. And you're not thinking, really, that he's a bully. You're not really thinking about that. But he fulfills every definition of being a bully. And for some people who, again, who are not really consciously tuned in to their own feelings about being bullied, then what they're doing is unconsciously living and feeling this. And it's making them feel even more um, out of control, and, and and it takes them deeper into a dark place. And they can't put their finger on why this feels so familiar, but they really don't understand the, the, the whole dynamic of it. And so I think it's really important for people to understand that not only is the pandemic, um, you know, bringing up some really uh, deep and unresolved feelings, if you've been bullied and 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 this has been your history um or you're dealing with it now because it's not always the childhood bully it can be anybody it can be an adult bullying another adult um the definition is is broad um but you're so right that he is a bully and you know and i'm at the point now where you know i'm in fighter mode <laughs> So when I see him, you know, um, spewing um, all of the ugly in the world, you know, I come in protection mode. I don't, you know, I don't want him doing that. And for people who are defenseless and still trying to awaken to their own power,
1: it's just so unfortunate. Well, thank you for sharing that because I think a lot of people are experiencing PTSD, they're experiencing fear, they're experiencing um, being um, under his thumb and not yes. really realizing that they're doing what he wants because out of fear, not out yes. of a choice that they're really consciously making. I totally
3: agree. I totally agree. And even the people who are not acting you know, on the things that he is subliminally, you know, putting out there, the underlying message, the hate messages, um, you
1: know, that makes anybody uncomfortable.
3: And, you know, and again, if you've been bullied, what do you do with that?
1: Well, exactly. And that brings us up to... People who um, may just be waking up to or still haven't yet acknowledged that that they're suffering and being reminded that those old feelings, if it's not current in their life, that those old feelings are being brought up. To the surface, and they're confused and don't know what to do with it. What do you recommend? How to pe- how do people deal with this emotional pain?
3: Well, they they need to do um, what I'm sure they've heard before, and probably more than likely just didn't really think about it in a way that makes it <clears throat> that makes it something that's tangible, which is really just to acknowledge it first to yourself. What I have found, and I'm sure you probably would agree, is that most people have never acknowledged their pain. They've never acknowledged that they have been carrying one or numerous events that have really taken them um, hostage. And so the first thing that I tell people to do is just to self-acknowledge. Tell yourself that, yes, I've had some things happen to me and... I need to honor myself by being able to do something differently. We're not designed... We have not been created to carry pain. We only do that because we've never had a blueprint to do anything else. If you think about your own upbringing, your parents, whoever your caretaker was, more than likely, when things happened that was troubling or painful or traumatic... They really did not emote or express any type of emotion. It was a grin and bear it attitude. And so we unconsciously adopt what we see, and we take up the same emotional framework from what we saw. And so the unrest, the angst that we often feel is the fact that we do not acknowledge it. We have not emoted. We have not given the pain the opportunity to express itself. And because we don't have the tools to do it, we carry it. But that unrest is really the signal that you need to release it. So I would say acknowledgement is the first step. It's a huge step for a lot of people to be able to just sit with themselves, which is why this pandemic is creating so much more angst emotionally It is the pandemic. Of course, we've never experienced anything like it before. However, the underlying um, emotions that are going on are tied to things that have been unresolved within.
1: Well, and uh, let me just stop you there for a minute because a lot of people don't want to change the fantasy that their childhood was perfect their parents were perfect. Everything was wonderful. How do you help people acknowledge, recognize that? First of all, nobody's life is perfect. Um, <laughs> but but that you know, possibly they're choosing to only remember some good things and have totally wiped out the things that were the most traumatic from their memory because they couldn't deal with it at the time. And so what may have been a good strategy initially turns out to hurt them because they have trouble acknowledging and therefore accessing that pain. It starts with
3: with one thing. And I liken it to if you had a thread that was hanging from a piece of clothing and you went to pull it or you cut it and it starts to unravel everything else. It starts there. So I tell people to start with one thing, one painful event that they can actually own and say that it occurred and then look into it and take it back because it wasn't just one thing, it's other things as well. And that one thing will lead you to who was, you know, who were your teachers in um, in, in co-signing how you show up today. People who are unconscious about their pain will be the first to say that there was nothing really that ever happened in their childhood. They don't need any help. Um, things were fine. But that again is what they have adopted. What they saw their primary caretakers, their parents, do. And at the end of the day, what they're doing is masking what has truly happened.
1: Beautifully said. Um, beautifully said. Okay, so acknowledgement, and then what is next?
3: The next thing is to be able to surrender, and that is huge. <laughs> that was something that that I was afraid to do. I have to say um, that was that was huge for me to be able to surrender, which means that you have to give up all of the things that you normally rely on to keep yourself unconscious, and to carry this pain and to make it um, okay to do so. So, surrendering means that emptying out all your, your tricks in the bag. It means to eliminate the distractions, which is another reason why people are suffering right now, because the go-tos have been pretty much decreased and or eliminated. Um, and so, now you have to find something else to maintain your your focus away from your pain, so surrender is the next leg of the journey. After you've acknowledged that there's something there that you've been carrying, you're willing to find some courage to start to unpack it, then you need to surrender, um, giving up all of the ways that you normally rely on to keep yourself from looking deep within.
1: Um, Yes, and that's one of the blessings of the coronavirus, um, or not of the virus per se, but of um, limited access to the life, the busyness that we had created for ourselves that often, as you say, were just distractions that kept us from feeling The pain, and we just kept pushing it down. But pain is going to be felt. And if we don't acknowledge the emotional pain, then um, it shows up in our body as physical pain. Um, I I just want to add one more thing here, and then um, we're going to go to break and and come back and talk more. And that is that people used to say, and maybe they still do, sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And that's actually not true. The most painful are the words that hurt us emotionally. Yes, so you understand that. and that. Uh, and and it's it's accepting that, also acknowledging that and surrendering to that that words do hurt and they do cause pain. Um, and pain that's harder to release than physical, um, that, than, than a slap, um, although that leaves its emotional pain as well. So it yeah. all comes down, but the, but the core of it is the emotional. So I look forward to coming back and talking more with you about um, what we do with this emotional pain. Um, I I'll, um while you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, DrPaulaJoyce.com, <clears throat> to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the information on all our shows, my tip of the week, additional information, and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life, this Process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now, in your paper, write down how have you inherited emotional pain or Maybe the um, the idea that you shouldn't even acknowledge emotional pain from your family and ancestors. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Danine Joyner to talk more about healing from childhood emotional pain and or family trauma.
0: Three four six nine one four one. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now back to uplift your life, nourishment of the spirit.
1: If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the life doctor. Welcome back to uplift your life, nourishment of the spirit. And I hope you wrote down how you inherited emotional pain, or the message that you shouldn't even feel it from your family and ancestors. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Sheila can help you. I'm so glad we're here with Denine Joyner, who's discussing healing from childhood emotional pain and or family trauma. Um, Deneen, please continue. You had talked about um, the way we can begin to feel and release our pain is by acknowledging it, then surrendering, and then what's next? Yes, and then the next stage would be for us to
3: invite. My ancestors strongly believe that we hold all the answers to um, unlocking our healing. And when you invite in other guides spiritually, that allows you to be able to freely explore your life in a way that you normally wouldn't. So the invitation of inviting in Holy Spirit, inviting in your spirit guides, your ancestors and angels will allow you to feel spiritually supported and also you will feel a level of courage that you normally would not have on your own. So the invitation is basically to help you to navigate this journey towards healing and discovery. And it is very powerful. It's something that people need to do every day. So it's not a one and done. You don't just do it one time and say, please come in and help me. I'm willing to heal. And then... And then expect that to be the only thing that you do for the entire journey of your healing. It is something that you must do every day. It becomes a lifestyle practice of inviting in all of your divine energies to be able to support you every day. Because what it's going to do is actually set you up later for conscious awareness.
1: That's beautiful, and I'd like to say even a prayer, an additional prayer, like in the morning and before sleep, because yes. during sleep time is when you know we can be even more um, open to healing. I
3: agree. I agree. And when you do this, what you're going to come to find is that they will start to they will start to speak to you. You will start to see signs in your daily life. You will hear things that you normally would not hear on your own. I tell people to carry a journal with them because you never know when you're going to encounter a sign or a message from someone. I know I've had things happen to me in the past during my healing journey where people would impart messages to me. Strangers would walk up and say, I'm not sure why I'm telling you this, or I would hear a a song And for the first time, I would actually be drawn to, you know, something in that song that really just struck a chord in me, and I would write that down, and later, it would all make sense. So the invitation, Dr. Paula, is very instrumental to beginning to find the courage to navigate this this journey towards healing.
1: Absolutely, and I've had people tell me things. And later, if it was someone who I had an ongoing relationship with, I'd say, "You know, when you said that, it meant everything, and it really changed my whole perspective." And they said, "Well, I don't remember ever saying that with you." And I'd remind <laughs> them of the conversation. It, it was it was going through them, not from them. It was very clearly yeah. a message. That didn't come from their consciousness, but from the yes. other um, spirits, positive spirits. So true. <laughs> yes, so true. All right, for sure. Uh, this is beautiful. I love what you're saying. And so then, so then, um,
3: what we what we really need at this at this juncture in our journey is we need to start to adopt the mindset of becoming a student of our life. And if you think of any course you may have taken or maybe even a hobby or something that you were always interested in learning and you finally said, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and, and learn how to, you know, how to bake. I'm going to, you know, start to write that book. You know, most people will start to take some type of interest in learning so that they can refine whatever it is that they want to begin doing. So the same thing is with your healing. In order to do that, in order to, to be the student, then you need to really adopt the mindset of, okay, maybe I've been really biased up until now, and so now I want to use the lens of becoming a student of my life, which means looking at the whole entire trajectory of your life in a way that you haven't before. And that's why the invitation part is so instrumental in this process because you're inviting in the opportunities that you missed before, the things that possibly have gone unnoticed. And so when you speak of looking at our our family, looking back at our lineage, looking at the way we have taken on this emotional framework, becoming a student of your life takes us to the next stage, which is is to evoke curiosity. If you can become curious about your life, if you're looking at it from a different vantage point, you're going to see things that you have never seen before. And it's all going to start to make sense. It's almost like putting together a large puzzle. And you have some pieces to it, but there's a lot of pieces that are still missing. And so if you can open up your mind to becoming a student of your life and find the courage to be able to go back in time to get those answers and to start to see the people in your family, not for blame or shame, but really that they hold those pieces. They have the pieces to this puzzle. And in order for you to be able to put the entire picture together, you have to be able to look at these people. What do they hold? What story do they have that can lend to your greater story?
1: And, and you talk about the importance of forgiveness. For sure.
3: Yes. Yes. Forgiveness is something that you give to yourself. It's not or necessarily the person that you're extending it to. It really is an organic relief when you do it. You know, and it has to be genuine, because I have, and I'm sure you have too, I've run into clients who, you know, say that they are ready to forgive, and then weeks later we come back to the situation again. And so that lets me know that there has not been total forgiveness.
1: But once right, it happens in release, layers. Yes. I'm sorry, it, Yes. It, it's in layers, yeah.
3: Yes, I would agree with that. Yes, for sure it does it does happen in in layers. Um, but I think that people can get stumped by that. the fact that it happens in layers. If they're not necessarily aware of that, they feel like it is basically taking them back and it gives them permission to harbor and to go back again instead of continuing to release it.
1: Yes. Yes, and and you, well, first of all, I want to wish you a a happy rebirth birthday because you mentioned. (laughs) Thank you. um, um, And so would would you share with people what that's about and why that's so important to you?
3: Yeah, so it's highlighted in my book. um, Six years ago today, um, I actually was delivered to my healing. And so after having over 40 years of carrying it, it was a beautiful experience to be able to awaken with a level of peace that I never thought even existed. I actually thought that I was dreaming until I realized that I wasn't. And then I had to make sense of what was going on. And it was, you know, it was a beautiful moment to be delivered to all of the work that I had been putting in for several years towards my healing and, and recognizing that, you know, that this was um, meant to be, that all of the things that I had endured in my life that were painful were not in vain. They were really preparing me for the assignment that I have right now, which is to help women who are also carrying their pain and are not, Understanding why things have happened to them and why they have taken up, you know, this, um, I call it being a martyr, feeling like they have to. So today is really just a reflection for me of how far I have come, um, how far I'm continuing to, to elevate in my healing because I believe that we're always healing. It's never just um, we arrive and therefore we are. It's something that you will always be working on and mastering. So I'm really, I feel really blessed to, to have the level of consciousness that I do about my life. You know, I feel blessed in being able to be so consciously aware of my wounds and my karma that when things appear as lessons, which they will, and tests, that I actually can address them in a way that is elevating me instead of responding in the way that I would had I still been wounded.
1: So beautifully said, so that you can, um, rather than reacting from pain, to respond from health and, and that place of peace, and and I love yes. what you said, you know, we're never done. There's always more to do, but there does come a point where we reach a level of healing where we can do experience peace and can see how what what we've been through has helped to form us and to be grateful for it because it's made us who we are. And then yes. how what are, as you call it, the um, holy assignment? How we can then use that um, for the rest of our life to create um, e- either healing for others or a life path that is meant for us to do as a result of who we are. Um, And what we have learned and the healing we have done. This is so profound. And I am so grateful to you for being on the show, for sharing yourself with us, your wisdom and your techniques and your process. And I encourage everybody to purchase your book, Soul Wounds and Sacred Revelations, A Warrior Daughter's Awakening to Pain and Destiny. And I just want to read her inscription to me in her in the book she gave me. We each have a story to tell. Thank you for reading mine. Thank you for your support. Happy reading. Peace be with you. My point is, is that we all have a story. So pay attention to yours. Learn from it. Heal from it. I also encourage you to go to Deneen's website, denenjoiner.com, D-E-N-E-E-N, J-O-Y-N-E-R.com. Thank you so much, Deneen, and many blessings on your path. Thank you so much, Dr. Paula. You're welcome. Thank you, and thank all of you for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to... DrPaulaJoyce.com, like us on Facebook, follow us on social media, Rent my past life regression workshop and my new one, Awakening Your Inner Angelic Light Body, Manifesting Your Reality. Read my latest blog and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, the Akashic Records, past life regressions, Dream Interpretation, I'm also now able to video conference any of my speeches or workshops such as Dissolving Fear and Anxiety. Overcoming Abuse, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Discovering Hope and Silver Linings, the I'm Awakening, or the Ultimate Creative Problem-Solving Process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their relationships, health, and wealth. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Sheila, the archangel over healing emotional pain. Ask for her help daily in addition to whoever else you pray to in order to help you heal your emotional pain. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Sheila, I give you permission in a positive way only, to help me heal my emotional pain. You can even be more specific and say something like, Archangel Sheila, I give you permission in a positive way only, help me heal the emotional pain I've inherited from my family pay attention to signs synchronicity and new information and give yourself credit for your progress this is a process not an event trust that she is helping you because she is please join us next Thursday when Miguel Dean will be here to discuss big boys should cry the new model of sacred masculinity October 22nd when and Tina Gilbertstein will join us to discuss reconnecting with your estranged adult child, practical tips and tools to heal your relationship, and October 29, when Maggie Craddock will be here to discuss Lifeboat, Navigating Unexpected Career Change and Disruption. This is Dr. Paulie, your CM or Chosen Mom as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is love. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life
0: nourishment of the spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8am Pacific Time, 11am Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.